Welcome to the newest Eden Center podcast, Building Ourselves Through Parsha. Our host, Karen Miller-Jackson, will use the Parsha to explore an aspect of social, emotional, or physical well-being relevant for 21st century life and its challenges. Karen is a certified Matan Moralalacha, Jewish educator, writer, founder of Kivun Lashirut, a guidance program for religious girls, and creator of Power Parsha. Consistent with the Eden Center's goal of enhancing women's spiritual life through Torah and Mikvah, Karen's insights, we hope, will serve as a springboard for self-introspection and discussion. Hello, everyone. This week, Parshat Sav coincides with the beginning of Pesach, and both of them teach us about the power of gratitude. Parshat Sav continues to describe the various types of korbanot that people brought to the Mishkan and the Mikdash. While we no longer have sacrifices, learning about them still has resonance for our lives. Today, I would like to learn with you about the Korban Toda, which was brought to express Thanksgiving. We will also look at other times we express gratitude, in particular on Seder night, and think about the ways that expressing gratitude affects us and our relationships with loved ones for the better. So let's get started. Many of you are probably familiar with the children's book, A Squash and a Squeeze by Julia Donaldson, which is based on a Hasidic tale. It describes a woman who seeks advice from a wise man because she feels her house is too small. She says, wise old man, won't you help me please? My house is a squash and a squeeze. He advises her to take in a bunch of farm animals, which makes her home feel even tighter and less comfortable. Then he tells her to remove them. And suddenly she can breathe and she's grateful for how much space she has. Sometimes it takes shifting our perspective or experiencing, God forbid, a brush with illness or hardship to remind us to be appreciative of our health or what we have. Rav Cook saw a similar message in the Korban Toda. Rashi explains that there were four instances when a person would bring the Korban Toda after experiencing a personal miracle, such as being healed from an illness, being freed from prison, crossing a desert, or sailing across the sea. All of these are derived from Tehillim, chapter 107. After the korbanot could no longer be brought, Chazal instituted a bracha to be said after experiencing these four forms of danger or distress, and this was called the Birkat HaGomel. Rav Kook, in his commentary on the Sidur, Olatvaya, explains that the Birkat HaGomel helps us because it is human nature to become indifferent to the basic goodness which we are granted each day. And this leads us to complain about everyday life or take things for granted. But after a traumatic experience, one is given a new perspective on life. According to the Shulchan Aruch, the bracha, Birkata Gomel, must be said in the presence of a minyan. And the listeners respond with affirmation. Potentially, this also gives the listeners the opportunity to shift perspective on life and feel appreciation as well. Two other times we express gratitude also serve to instill this message within us. First, upon waking every day, we say Ani. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs wrote about this bracha that it was the first words out of our mouth in the morning. We think before we think. He points out also the word order. Ani. We say, thankful am I. The first word is an expression of gratitude. A third time we emphasize speaking thanks and expressing gratitude is on Seder nights. After the Magid section and the meal, we say Hallel, 
The Mishnah in Psachim teaches, לפיכך אנחנו חייבים להודות, להלל, לשבח, לפאר, לרומם, להדר, לברך, לעלה ולקלס למי שעשה לאבותינו ולנו את כל הניסים האלו. הוציאנו מעבדות לחירות, מיגון לשמחה, ומעבר ליום טוב, ומאפלה לאור גדול, ומשיבוד לגאולה, ונאמר לפניו הללויה. Therefore we are obligated to think, to praise, glorify, extol, exalt, honor, bless, revere, and laud the one who performed for our forefathers and for us all of these miracles. God took us out from slavery to freedom, from sorrow to joy, from mourning to a festival, from darkness to great light, and from enslavement to redemption. And so we say before him, hallelujah. How many words are there in the Hebrew language for expressing gratitude? The whole night of the Seder, we try to truly experience Yitziat Mitraim. Part of that experience is also feeling the elation of being free, of moving from Avdut to Chayrut, and then reciting the Hallel. In fact, Yitziat Mitraim, according to Masachet Psachim, was the first time Hallel was recited. And the regular Hallel we say is modeled after this and called Hallel Mitri. Our gratitude is meant to be so great on Seder night that we also say an additional section of Hallel called Hallel Hagadol. Today, we know that it has been scientifically proven that expressing gratitude has a clear impact on a person's happiness. Positive psychologist Tal Ben Shachar has written and demonstrated that keeping a gratitude journal and writing down three things at night before going to sleep has a profound effect on a person's feelings of general happiness. He writes that this is true in relationships as well. This is as simple as starting off your interaction with someone you love with a positive compliment or a word of appreciation. Talbin Chahar showed that couples who practiced expressing gratitude to each other were overall happier in their marriages. So we see that modern studies have scientifically proven that expressing gratitude is good for our personal feelings of happiness and helps us be more appreciative of what we have. By expressing gratitude to loved ones, we enhance our relationship with them. We see that the Torah and the commentaries were aware of this a long time ago. It is true as well in our Avodat Hashem. We start off our day with gratitude, Modeh Ani. And on Seder night, especially this year, when we reconnect with the experience of Yetziat Mitzrayim, we also sing the words of gratitude sung by Bnei Israel as they experienced freedom and gratitude for the first time. Shabbat Shalom and Chag Sameach. This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as the natural platform it is to connect to Jewish women's health, well-being, and healthy relationships, enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theedencenter.com, to learn more about our work in making mikvah relevant, welcoming, and meaningful. This episode is recorded by Karen Miller-Jackson, edited by Micah Shore, and is a product of the Eden Center. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider sponsoring a podcast in dollars or shekels at bit.ly backslash E-D-E-N-P-O-D. Additionally, give us a five-star rating, share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. We welcome your feedback by email at podcasts at theedencenter.com.